All right, let's fucking go. What's going on, my brothers and sisters, aunties and uncles, monks, Kabbalists, wizards, mystics, sons and daughters of God, welcome to Mr. Woo Woo. Welcome everybody to another wonderful episode of the Mr. Woo Woo podcast. I'm your host, Joshua. You are in for a treat today, folks, because I got with me today the real thing, fellow Hogwarts graduate, an alchemist, wizard of the highest caliber, and all-around magnetic king. I'd like to welcome my good friend Amechi to the podcast. Yay! Hello. Oh, yeah. Hello. Oh, awesome. Awesome. It's so good to have you here, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you for, thank you for having me. Oh, it's, it's been long coming. You were, when I started this show, you, uh, you popped in my mind of course, instantaneously because of the 56 or so odd like conversations we've had that probably rent a hole in time space and the cosmos as we know it. Yeah, and- we definitely have uh, <laughs> had some amazing conversations. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my God. My wife is like, you know, that man has a lot to answer for. <laughs> my, <laughs> my fiance now husband was not into video games. He was not into Japanese anime <laughs> before you came into his life. And There's some into- gems out there, man. There's oh. some gems you just can't get past. Mm, there are. Sorry, gang. I'm a Japanophile. What do they say? The heart wants what it wants. The heart wants. <laughs> <laughs> What's the shit is the shit. You know, you can't fucking <laughs> deny it, man. I go over to this dude's house. <laughs> oh, wide eyed wishy tail, just someone fun to smoke with and entertain with. Well, first off, how did we even meet, man? Like, I'm, I'm, God, I'm fucking ages ago, right? Yeah, I can't remember how many years ago, but it was, I remember the it was at the farmer's market. La Jolla? La Jolla Farmer's Market. You yeah. Matrix Energetics there next to Thomas Smith. Next to Thomas Smith, the, the gemstone, gemstone cowboy. Guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember he that was guy. Like, I needed you to meet him. He was like, He's like, that's he, amazing. He kind of forced me to come down there just to meet you. And like that day, like was literally interesting. The, the first time we met was like instantly. Oh, I, I like this guy. Yeah. Oh, this kid's <laughs> from an outer space like yeah. me. <laughs> and there's a guy going to be friends. Yeah. And it was the first time I stuff. ever heard of Matrix Energetics mm-hmm. or any of that stuff. Like, uh, and you, and you instantly went into like fucking um, Sherlock mode. You were like, Yo, so what was that? Who'd you learn it from? And how do I go learn that? For reals, <laughs> Which for is the best. Like I was doing I was like, spontaneous yes, yoga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why is this happening to me? <laughs> well, I keep trying to do the same pose. So maybe we should just like just let it complete itself. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a hot and interesting day, man. And you came back to my booth like over and over again and mm-hmm. we became homies. And um eventually and I realized it took me a, a, a long time to realize and I, and I did that same booth at uh, OB. Mm-hmm. And at that booth, that's where my future wife like came by. And eventually, like we rekindled like our friendship and and like traded energy work. And I stopped doing it around the time I started dating Abby. So she was like the reason I was doing that for all that time. It's <laughs> so 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 interesting how that happens. Like those those <laughs> moments are like, oh, I've been doing this for a while. I don't know why I've been doing this. It's been fun. I've been having a lot of fun. And then like, bam, you're like, oh. Yep. Oh, I got the package. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> package secured. <laughs> Received and signed for. But dude, like you were doing kettle corn and I would like fucking see you like almost every Tuesday. 
And I would be doing Matrix Energetics. Oh, it was Wednesdays. That's right. Excuse me. Apologies, everybody. I tell a lie. It's true. It was on Wednesday. It still is. It still is. And uh, had some incredible times. And you would come over and get Matrix Energetics from me. And Matrix Energetics, hugs. Yeah. Mechi is a hug machine. Just, just conversations. Like oh. I, I always had something to talk about back then, like when I was really into like, my crystal stuff. <laughs> you, man, your knowledge of crystals is ridiculous. I have my own orthodoxy now around it, you know? Like mm-hmm. I basically have the, you know, about that. But, you know, yeah, yeah dude, your knowledge of crystals is astounding. I love programming. Like once you find out, like you can program crystals, use them on your own, like, you do what you want to do with them instead of them what they say that they're supposed to be doing you just ah. understand the like chemical the chemicals and how they vibrate and once you figure that out mm. you can start to do different things with different crystals and so you research the chemical compositions like you know rhodocendrite and like how yeah. much carbon is in something or how much of like, a what does it look like of quartz is in something mm-hmm. i always thought that was important to know yeah i wanted to visualize the their base elements right mm-hmm. Cause, cause you're, I, I don't, I always have this idea like, when you like can tune into vibration, you can actually create like a language out of it, and be like, ah. and have like actual vocals come through, because mm. who's like, who's to say what a vibration programming is? So like, if your mind can grab it, it can grab it. And if you create the program, if the program, I think most of these programs already exist. Within like, all of them the, do. our DNA throughout eternity, we right? just have to like think? delve into the DNA to get these things and open it up and okay. then install it. You go via the DNA. Yeah. Do you do that as a visualization process, like reverse engineering, like going into and then seeing the cellular thing and then going into the cell in the nucleus and then seeing the DNA itself and then kind of fo- like almost like a lens I focusing. To, I used to do that a lot, but now you have a more automatic process through through the process of me using a pendulum a lot, like uh-huh. in like figuring out how to ask questions and stuff like i would always like just ask is this available instead is of like open? having to look for it be like is this available is there a way for me to get to it because it's you, know, you want to ask yes or no questions because it's the easiest way to like get a easy like next step next step and next once step, it's available what do you do in that next step or is it kind of like you're figuring out a labyrinth puzzle and it's a different uh kind of like solving mm-hmm. at each checkpoint yeah because if you don't ask the right question you're not going to get the right answer like okay then you're going to get stuck right like you get stuck somewhere you're just like oh you ease well, yourself huh? just here just walls <laughs> just here i'm just not going to go past it right and once you do what is your goal like once you access it is it to upgrade your your own holographic what, information or? that's usually what i'm doing like before before i knew you with in matrix energetics was like it made me so happy because like um it was like what i was doing already but like faster and not having to use like a bunch of like conjectural like step 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 you were you have to program the software as you go yeah is that kind of what it feels like the heart model the heart model like was such a great idea and like it was like something i was just missing out of like what i was doing i guess i felt like more like a borg than anything when i was doing stuff because i just didn't have any emotion whatsoever and like and i felt like that's the best way to like go down any of those roads is to back away from emotion to like so you don't like get detached of the answers you get Oh, okay, I got what you mean. So you're trying to remove your own human filter so that it doesn't color the information as it's coming through to your mind. Belief dictates reality, and like if your beliefs are getting in your way, 
then you're gonna see like or you mid, choose new you're beliefs. gonna create the reality you're in <laughs> at that time and I I, yeah. I I i believe in that i love i love to tailor my my life like it's like playing the sims like when i'm yeah. in my house i want my house to be tailored yeah. how it is but the outside world i want to see realistic things like people like doing i don't want to see people doing things that i would do i want to see people do things like just just Anything, anything, anything that's some, all activity. Yeah, just what I don't want to feel like I chose their decision. No, life. because that is the most antichrist thing you could do. Would yeah. be like to usurp something's free will, right? But other than that, like do what thou wilt, you know, through yeah. under the law of love. Like as long as you're following the law of love, you can have do or be anything. Mm. You know, it's just when interfering with other life streams. It seems like it seems like that the law is tailored like the meta law is tailored to suppress advancement after mm -hmm. that happens i feel like i've paid for every intrusion that i've done into somebody's life as i was trying to figure things out i didn't know what i was doing as as i was like waking up you know i was like 19 20 years old fucking drunk on power and just like fuck yeah dude i can't i, I this stuff's all real i'm good at it you know and you know the people that have annoyed me all of this time i could finally put them beneath me and not have to deal with them anymore <laughs> and not look at them and just fucking think like, these are extras in the movie of my life. They're not me also. And next thing you know, like there's and the next thing you know, that's separation. You. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you get like that inception shit and they're all like, <laughs> and they're all looking at you and you're like, what's going on, dudes? They're all, Tess has begun. <laughs> and they start running at you like robots and you're just like, oh, okay. This is all mental, of course, but yeah. mental is real. It's the framework for reality. That's and most people don't even know that. Some people are tuning in and just learning about that phenomenon. That they're that they're those thought forms that they pick creates their outer holographic um, experiences. Yeah. I've been actually talking to people about that lately. It's like, I always have these moments where I like jump I jump back into like my narrative self and mm -hmm. start communicating things. And I'll, like that's the reason when I'm like I'm trying to pull the idea about the morphogenic field, like like Rupert Sheldrake. Yeah, Sheldrake. Talks about. Like, and like how you can, everything is in the conscious already. Like, mm -hmm. so all these thoughts people try to hold and be like, that's my thought. You don't want to own something that's like you're renting. It's like, but it's like everyone has own. access to the same like Thank bandwidths, you. but they're not aiming for the highest strata mm -hmm. of perfection a lot of times. Well, when I think about it, I always think about like how like the idea of the doppelganger and how like you mm -hmm. could look like a doppelganger but then there's people that you're just your soul is part of so then like they're they're i always think in my head like, like a higher monad there's more than one person version of me at this current moment doing the same thing i'm doing trying to get it may be a parallel reality right or universe like, um at least one in this world like doing something similar like i would feel like there has to be because like you 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 end up meeting people so many times like that you're like whoa but you're doing this too, like, like when we went, to, or say when we went to the Matrix Energetics Conference. Yes, we made so many people that are like Nate, that are like, yeah, just we're swimming doing all homie. this interesting stuff, and you're like, oh my god, dude, bro, I've been doing that too. Like, I, I didn't even know anybody else was doing that. Like, so I feel like there has to be like some kind of synchronicity where like we're working together as a team, and yeah. whoever starts it first doesn't matter. It just no. we just each pick pick up where where the other one, one left off. off. Say they stop. We got somebody else to pick up the the, the mantle to, to the message that needs to get passed or like the job that needs to get done. I don't know if I'll ever get to say or express what Matrix Energetics has enabled me to do, 
on a multi-dimensional level and a multi-universal level one day maybe i'll be able to say like and spell out the full comic book <laughs> as the, it unravels spirit glasses <laughs> or, or like, but uh, it gave me access to <clears throat> assisting and in a lot of planes i mean it just depends on what dimension your consciousness kind of like hangs out on and like a radio if you know how to click 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 you know go to higher octaves you can and uh a lot of things just came into place especially for the surface world of humanity mm-hmm. yeah but those are <laughs> like some of the unique things that i like that i loved about meeting you is yeah. like the um the ease of like creating the the mindset of a uh, like a uh, convenience Creating yeah that there's an easy way of, like what we already what we all struggle to get to you can have a convenient like journey also like that, or that graceful should be, that should that should like be taught like because every i don't know that's why i liked osho and like that's why i like sad guru because they're because they, their minds the way their message is like ease equals you god don't, you don't have to like follow this thing to no. a t and just try to be like this little monk hiding from like the bigger monks trying to make your place up to the ranks to become the monk that needs to be done i feel like that's the same idea like they tried to create out of like they tried they wanted to create out of the bible is like the idea that like you through through the idea of when jesus was created like you can do religion without going to the church that gave people right. like you don't have to come and pray to us specifically you guys can do this at home like so i feel like i don't know most people probably don't even think that but like but i feel like that's what like he brought to the world like in their in their in their conscious in the the morphogenic field if yeah. If as if he's like the real when I believe he's was real. So like yeah, like, man. Not just not just that, but like he told he had the keys. Like basically, gratitude for all that's going well, forgiveness for all the stuff that sucks or is negative. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> anything from this side of the fence, forgiveness. Anything on this side of the fence, gratitude, and that you know it'll be done unto you as you believe. And actually, and I think you dig Neville Goddard. I don't know how much like you read his work. I never heard of him. Oh my God, he's a Christian mystic in the 50s, 60s, and 70s that uses the Bible and uses alchemical visualization to manifest everything. And he said he the Bible basically is teaching that. That's what this is. He's like, that's what this book means. He's like, every single story in it has to do with utilizing your imagination to create reality. He said that is the imagination is the Christ. That sounds amazing. <laughs> he's he's I, fucking I drive incredible. That completely. Imagination is the Christ, the God within you. <laughs> you and God are no different. You know, like it just be like that. The Bible says it's itself, and he would just like quote it, and he'd just be like, "Oh shit, dude!" This and this guy would make shit happen. All his inner circle, you know, like Richard had an inner circle and shit like that. Mm. It'd be like if all of us had become multimillionaires. It'd like, yeah, he proved it. They all became multimillionaires using his technique of visualization. That's amazing. It's to, it, dude. It's a, a whole wormhole. You would. I have his collective me. works in a book like this, and it's all tasty. It's all gold. It's absolute gold. And uh, and he's he used it like he's like that's what forgiveness is. Revision. Every time you have a bad memory, you redirect it in your in your in your mind. That collapses the wave function as Dr. Bartlett would say, and basically, and like removes all of the static, all the friction. That's what it's about is that's why ease means that you're, you're grace. You're, you're one with grace. You're one in the tube of divinity without effort. Effort 
is a really like friction. It creates friction with stress, dis-ease. It's all getting out of ease. I, I, yeah. I love, love so that. I realized that. Like I had a vision about that. Everyone's crawling up the mountain, you know, under the gla- on the glass and under the barbed wire up the mountain of attainment. Oh, it's better this way. You know, they always tell me like, no, you got to eat shit in order to understand vanilla ice cream. I'd be like, no, you so don't. You so don't. You don't like have to be. Like that. You don't have to like experience um, negentropic, destructive, negative, whatever you want to call it, energies in order to appreciate and enjoy what you are naturally, which is positive and life like being, you know, all you're doing yeah. is rubbing shit on yourself and being like, I'm understanding the truth, you know, like, no, that's not doing anything like so like we have lifetime after lifetime to be like, OK, fine, I'm done. But I was just like, OK, I get it. Like there's a 20 year oscillation of ego death that I thought I would have to go through once I even knew there was an ego. And then I was just like, OK, you know, like I'm going to yoga path, you know, or, or the yoga sutras. And then I, and then my like Scooby-Doo, like looked over, is there like an easy path? And we're like, do over to the, like the left. And there's an escalator leading up the fucking mountain with like, there was like a cafe, like a cappuccino service, my favorite cappuccino with like, you know, like the um, whipped cream and the sprinkles on it. Yeah. And I had a robe and I put on the Turkish robe and I'm sitting there and it's starting to go and just taking me up the mountain. And I'm looking down at like ex-girlfriends and like people just they're on the path. It's like, no, it's, it's harder to do. You know, it'll mean more when we're <laughs> when we get up there. And I'll be like, word. <laughs> OK, honey, I'm yeah, going to be. I will not spend 20 years I'll, on my knees. <laughs> that, so I'm just going to enjoy bliss and eternity and nirvana just sooner than you because you're delaying this. This looks fun and i'm gonna be up at the fucking lodge drinking you know cocoa and mm-hmm. and doing wonderful things smashing enjoying it like and just being like and when they get up battered and bruised it'd be like was it worth it they're like yeah it was way better I'm like yeah okay cool <laughs> i'm not gonna value that any know. less i don't know why nobody listens it's the like, fun way everybody could have heard me say this i don't know why nobody's listening to me <laughs> <laughs> story of my metaphysical life my man i and i warn people i, I tell folks like, please, we all, we all need to up our, up our wattage, our light, you know, like, please, like this, mm-hmm. the world and, and everybody like met the standard, thank God. And, and, uh, things happened, you know, cause we get measured like every 12 years pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I had a issue floating away too high. <laughs> right. Participation. Like, keep bringing myself Don't you feel back down. <laughs> participation fatigue sometimes, you know, cause the world is such a washing machine and like yeah. when you're not trying to bring peace and like stabilization forces or expansion forces for people to experience so we can, you know, kind of get on with the ascension of the planet. Mm -hmm. Like delaying it is only creating bigger, um, things like, you know, human catastrophes, you know, like shit going on in China or the fucking hurricanes. You probably heard about all that shit. Right. And then like the, the weird weather or, you know, fires in like tons of the countries, it's like they're just extensions of our consciousness. And we're like, how rough do we have to make this? You know, if it's a co-collective project, how hard do we have to make That's this on ourselves? That's why I chilled. I had to chill. I was like, I'm doing so much. I need to chill for a bit. Like, it was a lot. <laughs> right? <laughs> Every day I was like, felt like I was like sitting, like meditating or testing something or looking on seeing that this is really going to do something. And then like, or like, listening to other people like i spent a lot i spent a lot of time listening to other people like tell me their their life stories and such Mm. and i don't know i feel like it's it helps like in a way like just someone needs some people need someone to talk to so totally being available is like i feel like that's 
something I can do without like putting too much energy out. Right. Like giving a little advice and because then most of the people they don't want advice from you. They just want to no. be able to be heard. So so that's the truth. You know, if you do. had been in school the last seven years that I've known you, you would be charging three hundred dollars an hour to people for the exact same thing. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I hate titles so much. Like in Yes, they yeah, they <laughs> suck, but is it it's weird because it's the same activity. Like, it's the exact same activity, man. Even when I go to Nigeria, it's like everything's about titles. It's 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 crazy to me. Like, okay, that's one of the life. questions that I had generally was, dude, for for just people that are you know you you're born you know raised in America, mm-hmm. like, dude, what the fuck is Africa like, man? Like the impression of it, you know, like you go to New Orleans and it's like heavy and sweaty and you can feel the magic in the air. What's it like? When you go to like Africa and you like step off the plane, like what's the first? Is it dry? Is it like crystalline energy? It's super humid. Well, Nigeria specifically is super humid. I feel it was humid in Chad too. Like, mm. like I was only there for like a layover, so I wouldn't say like I, I know anything about Chad. Okay. But it was like it was like it, I don't know if Africa as a whole is like a humid place, but like oh. Nigeria for sure is a humid it's place. Humid, huh? Like it's always almost always one hundred percent humidity. Like, wow maybe that's just in southeast nigeria but no in in the capital it was the same too in abuja it was the same but you you get up like this is actually the last time i got off the plane like uh when i when i went there i, I got off the plane and just <laughs> that heat and everything hit me and i was like ah, i feel at home right now man i love i miss this i actually it's it does feel good i don't you feel alive you feel alive there and I don't. There's yeah. like not as m- much um, electronic smog, right? Because um, there's not as much wires everywhere. Like there's a lot of like random cell towers, but if you get into the village area, there's like nothing there. You can feel like I don't know. I don't know. Most people can't feel the grid in America, but like right, like the grid. It's it. If you you're have, sensitive. Yeah, if you're sensitive enough, you can feel the grid that we're like attached to all the time. So the different. I feel like different things happen. In a place that doesn't have that, those kind of fields around them. Yeah, you have different human opportunity, probably, of exercising decision, action, things to get into. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. It's trippy at nighttime, too. Oh, man. There's like, like the some, night there's some, like, spirit stuff. Yeah? I don't know. Like, I'm not going outside tonight. You're going to be stabbed like that dude in Game of Thrones. It's just, like, smoke monster. <laughs> and I'll just yeah. get you. Well, my grandpa's house, like, our... Um, my dad, my auntie, and my grandma are buried in the front yard. Oh my gosh. So the the house is a burial site at the same time. Cool, so, man. And my grandfather's about to be buried there too. So Wow, man. But I feel like that might be a little bit to do with it, but there might just be something where there's like more spiritual action going on over there. Like that is like visible like on a regular basis. Oh yeah? Like it, it, it tripped me out. Like I some old school magic yeah like old magic is, is tr- I, like why is grandpa's toe missing like i <laughs> i don't know why he's missing dude he had nine toes when i found him what about you guys yeah there's some like pretty pretty interesting psychics in nigeria i'm sure they are man like, i don't know what they call their their religion i don't know what it's called but it's like kind of like voodoo. enlightenment it's like it's like voodoo or something in a way like, like santeria ish yes yeah, it's, it's like like it's like, it's like almost the same thing like but it's like one sect not all of them like mm, like the I'm mother mistaken, overarching it sect. came from there <clears throat> to, right to the caribbean that's what i thought 
like the, that's not I don't, I don't know for sure but like i think that's the history of like yeah you just didn't want to get in the crosshairs of any kind of enemy fire right yeah like you just the, people had beef to settle you don't like, want to you, you don't want to stick your head in the oh, middle no. of it you just get the fuck out and they're talking about they're telling me something about uh, my, my dad being buried and you have to like do this um ri- these rituals mm-hmm. like where you like you um you know, slay a cow you slay a goat and mm-hmm. then you um, have a big party <clears throat> have bring a bunch of drinks in for all the elders in our village to show like for them to show you like show that you truly believe that believe in what's going on and they in turn like give you the respect that that you you deserve for your property and such Hmm. so like it's like and they say like if people don't do that like before they're and then they go to somebody else's burial for for the same thing that that have done it if they eat any of the food, they'll like drop dead. And then my my little cousin, like she's like Whoa. 22, she was that's like pretty heavy. I seen that's that's, <clears throat> that, that's happened before. That that's just real. I'm like, I'm like what? what? What are you talking about? She could be <laughs> fucking with you though, like, dude. I remember like six, like the guy six from America. People, six different people were like, really? Yeah. They just kept oh, you'll die of that shit. I'm like, wait, what? You'll die of that shit. But I'm like, for sure. I, I've been going to Nigeria Absolutely. since 2016. <laughs> I don't know about Nigeria. <laughs> so I'm like, I just made up an accent for Nigeria. I'm canceling myself. That was great. Like, uh, like, yeah, I've been, I've been going there since 2016, and like, dude, I, so ju- rad. I just found out about this like six months ago. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, shouldn't you guys have told me that? Like when, like we buried my dad and stuff. Like, yeah. No, you still can do it. You're fine. You still can do it. I'm like, mm. you're fine. Don't worry about it. We'll fill in the metaphysical details yeah. and the rules later. I'm not. I'm not playing with of it. all magic. the things like that people fuck with and they're just like, oh, we're fine. Magic and metaphysics and mysticism and any of the above. That's the one fucking thing. Like you could fuck with food a little bit. You could think. Don't not tell me all the fucking rules to the spiritual game in this sector. You know what I mean? Do not skip those fucking details. Don't sugarcoat them. Don't rename them. Don't de-infinite. Tell me what the fuck it is going on. Man, I wish like, like people could create never. a... A, a like user manual for the human body. Yeah. Like we have manuals There's for cars rules. that nobody ever reads. Sad Guru has one. I, I guess like if like <laughs> they did make it, nobody would read it still because nobody reads like the car manually. <laughs> like, no one reads the fucking car manual. Oh my god! I didn't even know my car had this button. I'm like, haven't you had this car for like three years? Yeah. Now <laughs> if they knew that there was like a button in there, and the onboard computer chose your reality for you as opposed to you choosing your reality. They'd read the fucking manual, right? Yeah. But that's kind of what's happening here. The AI in the fucking car is going like, oh, you want to have miserable life for, you know, because, you know, because yeah. it's good for you. And you'd be like, no, no, I want pleasant. <laughs> Pleasant's fine. I want it easy. No, it will be struggle and shit will go wrong. You know, like, you like think about you're making that part up too. Like to be a kid and mm-hmm. like somebody like gives you that, like that. As a kid, you're like, hey, here's, here's a good time to start figuring it out. Drive your car now. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't wait till you're 18. Yeah, just figure out the clutch. You know, just, <laughs> it's just, yeah, if someone told me when I was a kid, like, oh, did you know your mind creates your reality? I would, I'd already be a billionaire, dude. That, that's would, where it got me. That's where, that's what got me. Cause I was like, all my life they've been saying magic isn't real. None of this stuff is real. And like now, like. I have all this information that says it might be like, but I had to try it all out. I had to try it all out. I tried every last one of so, these books out, and I was like, I was like, I'm a, I'm just gonna read all of these and then <laughs> and then try it, and then if it works, if it, it works. works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. 
So like I've that gone through like so some like bold, Wiccan man. stuff, all kinds of weird stuff. Like I'm just like all the branches of metaphysics, ritualistic huh? ideal I, ideologies is just like it's very powerful. Ritual is very powerful, but I just it just takes so long. You got to do it a lot. <laughs> it's a way to organize your energy, certainly. Yeah, you got to keep doing it over and over and over again. And like once you figure out, like you could just do it. Yeah. You're just like, all right, I'm just gonna set this up. Like shenanigans. Like like the old way of setting up a node in a house, it would be like you would just go to the same place and devote time and put energy into it more and more Mm. until it builds it to a like a a whole energy node. But now you could just go I want the node here, just siphon just start it and just make it go. Like as if you've been doing it for like a year or two. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you can program it for like three years worth of activity that haven't mm-hmm. already been done. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I mean by tweaking the rules. You know, like like as long as you make it easier, it's closer to spirit or source's way, allegedly. Like this is the the prevailing theory. So easier means more graceful and closer to how God would have chosen. And the easier it is, especially if it achieves the aim, like that's what a perfect action is. So people are kind of looking for and playing with the ways and means when they should, and, and Neville will say this, you don't think about how to get there. You just focus on the target, the end result. And that's what the, the verse like, if you pray for it and act like you already have it, then you shall. That's the hard part. And that's what Neville's always teaching is like that, that you have to, generate the emotions you'll feel and stimulate the sensorial information that would accompany like having a Tesla car or, you know, achieving that goal or having that experience. You have to put yourself not just visually there, but you also have to bring in sensorial information and emotional information. And when you do that, he's like, it's just, and then he has like a breathing technique. He says you explode, you know, which is like dropping like the biggest two point ever. And then, like, then it happens. Yeah, and like, that's I've what demonstrated I, it. I liked about, it made me think about Richard Bartlett. Oh, how dude, he, um, the goat, man. Yeah, how he always brings up the fact that when you are, when you're wanting the, like your world now. to change, you have to step into that reality. Yeah. You don't, like, you, you don't, can't pretend you, like you, you are. You don't, you just look at it from a, from a screen and be like, oh, that's yeah. cool. No, yeah. you, like, go there. You have to produce you become that place. the sensations. You have to produce the emotion you know, like people are like, I want a million dollars. Like, well, how fucking happy will you be if you had a million dollars? Can you mm-hmm. even generate that? Like That's this sense right. of ease that, that accompanies that, that you can solve almost any problem, materially problem instantly. You pick mm-hmm. up a device and experts get at whatever cost, you'd be able to fix that fucking thing or yeah. get that freaking thing. People or I want just... that, like that feeling to have that <sighs> like you don't have to worry about that slice of the pie of reality of the video game of reality. Mm-hmm. Like, do like, you, you have to generate that in order to achieve it for it to come through and that have the miracle happen or the deal come through or the fucking coincidence occur and like, and now you have million dollars in bank account holographically. Mm-hmm. Like, like, how do you get I think there? That's one thing the movies have like failed to make people understand. They're really, right. they're really good at getting or the secret yeah. stuff, but like, they make it they go, all the movies oh, but are I just like, have it. there it is like it's right. in front of you like that's yeah. never like ever been the way it's happened like 
totally. I don't think anybody's like ever like my even Midas probably had to do something with that goal. Hey, touch. the ascended masters, I said they make it happen on the B on the on the on the snap, and there and mm-hmm. there's the ten pound like piece of gold in the hand. Yeah, but that's only to demonstrate something, not to like make something like to enjoy or to use as a tool or a toy as a human as a human child you know as a son or daughter of of most high if you're doing it for self-aggrandizement it won't happen like but if it's for teaching somebody something or demonstrating for them for Mm -hmm. that exact purpose then it's allowed by law to to happen so like that's the levels i'm trying to get to now because i feel like all the stuff i've been doing multidimensionally, all the things that i've been trying to participate in and you know, to rectify, to create, to perfect as much as I can, like that I'm done. Like if I was building an ocean liner, the, the bitch is done. You know, like I, it's like br- I'm breaking the bottle and now it's on, on the ocean. It's done. Like my thing for what I'm here to do, done. Why matrix energetics? Why Shambhala? Why studying crazy shit like Al Belik and his time? <laughs> you know who that is? Yeah. Yeah, homie. Like all that stuff, interwebbed and interconnected through holes in time space. Why I was, <laughs> I was why all about, that like, had to happen? I actually Bartlett about that, and I was like, "Hey, you know who I'll be like?" He was like, "Yeah, I, I, uh, I knew him and met him and talked to him before he died." And then he just kept like playing with his fucking dog, you know? <laughs> like, he just does that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that he just does it. That part. I know that guy. He was a minor circle. Like, he told the other me day he I was met a this girl travel. at. <laughs> he is Batman, bro. <laughs> she was talking to me about. Uh, she lived in Costa Rica for mm-hmm. like the last seven years. I guess she got married out there. Oh, and nice. she was talking about I'm trading like Shambhala for mm-hmm. cranial sacral. Okay. And I was like, oh, my friend does that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do it like, a little bit. I was like, oh, I have a friend that does that. She's like, yeah, maybe she can, we can trade them so one for the other. I'm like, sure, sure, uh-huh. sure. <laughs> I don't understand anything about it. I don't know. I still don't even know what cranial sacral is, actually. It is uh, an energy healing technique that w- that is for like bone doctors and chiropractors. So like when a chiropractor goes to school, they have an elective craniosacral therapy where instead of popping the spine at the different vertebrae and sort of loosen it up, when they do that, when they crack a vertebrae, what they're doing is they release the nerve ganglion and whatever it's connected to, whether it's an organ or a group of muscles, whatever their problem is, they know which one to do because it, it like arcs downward into the body. And it's almost like a control alt delete when they crack someone's back. It basically reboots that part to factory settings before all the adaptations happen. So they just force it to open and then all that energy goes ah and reboots itself. Craniosacral therapy is exactly that, but without creating any force. Like you would lay down on this table and I would have your spine in my hands and I could listen to your cranial membranes because my attention could go and focus inside of your spine. And I could feel every little torsion, every little torque of those inner membranes that surround the spinal cord and brain, even as they go up into there. And as I look at the dissymmetries and where it's tight through the faculty of the observer effect, that thing begins to twitch and it's almost like it defaults back to factory settings. It has a cellular memory before the adaptation, the injury, or that geometrical configuration occurred. And it, the brain just goes, oh, it's like a malware that it can't read. When you're silent enough and neutral enough, it'll start to go, oh shit, what's my vertebrae doing over there? And then it can make a correction of some kind on the, phys- on the anatomical level. On the, oh dude, my teacher was like a UN energetics grandmaster 
and she taught all four of our nodes in like craniosacral. I took every class I could from this lady. She was a motherfucking wizard, dude. Shout out to Dottie Post. Rest in peace. You're in freaking fifth dimension now for sure. Man. And uh, yeah, dude, she could, she could like just look from across the room. Dude, Goldman Sachs used to hire this lady and me and Abby do kind of a form of this now. Goldman Sachs would hire her to go floor by floor and do energy clearings using you and energetics and doing a technique that we do. Oh, that's interesting. And th she would do like this and just go, oh, you know, like feel the etheric stuff and just undo it all like that and then go to the next, the next thing, you know? So that's the lady that taught us craniosacral therapy. So it's tinged with all that of holding neutral space and just looking at the information flow without like one particular thing. It's more like the space that you're holding. And when you hold really silent, still space and you could feel like you'd be sucked into the tension of you know, the different parts of the spine of the body, it'll make a correction and then start to push you out almost like a hockey air hockey table that would like put a force in the, and then it will like push you out and let, let you go. Mm. So it's, a slower, more anatomically based, but um, way of doing matrix energetics, you know, what they're doing by holding space and utilizing the consciousness in a really particular vibration and listening. And that listening, all the body just starts to reverse all the shit, all the memory that it has physiologically, anatomically, karmically, <laughs> like it just, everything unwinds because yeah. everything's just a, a, a towel that's torqued too tight whether it's jawline and teeth and gums and like it wraps around every, every part of us. So when you hold space, the whole body is just and it just start like shaking <laughs> and it's very visceral. You know, you feel like the body twitching a lot more than whereas like matrix energetics, you'd feel like a wave kind of like go through the body. So it's a different sensorial activity. So it's like mechanical versus like more like higher dimension. Yeah. Trying to translate back. To Once the it's more physical, physically oriented but you can hold as large a space as you want but a lot of times you're just focusing on the physical body for to get like all of this stuff to unwind and that reverberates through the higher levels of the fields uh of the person and the client so it's kind of like a reverse engineering you're like whereas matrix is just so like multi-dimensional and, and expands outward this mm -hmm. kind of is condensed condensed space but like you're holding it neutrally and a lot and the change just happens just by looking at it in a specific manner that's pretty interesting. I want to yeah. have to check that out, actually. Yeah, yeah. It was it was <laughs> an amazing. Sure you like done something like that to me before. Yeah, like I went, well, <laughs> you do it like like Matrix is standing up, and we've like done like all of our sessions standing up. But I think you've laid on the table before when I had a table, and then that's when I would like scoop up your skull or the back of your spine or hold your legs, and I could feel the the rocking or the torsioning on, on a micro level. Like it's like being zebra, dude. You start to like feel like these micro sensations, and you could be like, "Oh, that's tweaking." Like, in the just from the cerebral spinal fluid, the way it comes down the legs, how much it'll rock the rest of the body, and if it doesn't match up to the other side, then you got like some kind of dissymmetry that's causing disease or stress on the body, because lack of symmetry equals disease. You know, that's what yoga teaches. Yeah. So like you by just observing that and like that, the hips go, Oh, what the fuck? And be like, Ooh, you feel like you're floating. It was like a sensory deprivation tank. Like have you ever done one of those, like where you float yeah. or like float like in a pool at night, like, and you just, the stars are above you and it's like at night and it's all eerie and cool beneath you. And you're like looking up at the stars. <laughs> but if you were like swimming under the water, <laughs> yeah, the, like the movie, the abyss, just like, Oh yeah. You know, yeah, you know, know, know that feeling of that, you know, oh, exactly yeah. what I'm talking about oh, when I say yeah. that, right? The, the movie The Abyss, during the, especially the last scenes, that is what it feels like. 
of a little alien holding on to you just going like still movement i love that you know hector garcia um dr bartlett's homeboy that he's always bringing up is like this guy he is he looks up to him because neutral like bartlett thinks neutral is better than what he does that guy is another UN energetics grandmaster like Dottie post my teacher mm-hmm. they have the same kind of like neutral energy you know it's almost like stoic so what does un the you, un stand for that's from Kam Yuen. he's a he's a monk who figured out a quantum way of healing that's mm-hmm. up there with matrix energetics okay like y-u-e-n y-u-e-n okay okay yeah that's delicious for all of you folks that want to like learn some alchemical secrets to the universe study dr commune's um his information it's really great yeah i used to read a lot of books like i don't know it's super funny how like fringe stuff i went through like how much you explored the nooks and crannies i'll tell you that dude yeah i went to the darkest depths (laughs) like (laughs) yeah you ate a few bowls of dog shit that's for sure yeah i I, uh when i started it was all because of the movie zeitgeist Mm. i was watching zeitgeist and i was like oh my gosh i've always been interested in religion but this just zeitgeist this goes into all these different how how these religions are similar and oh, okay. I've always wondered, like, I want to learn more about these other religions because I want, I just feel interested in to see what they're about. Like, mm-hmm. And then when they started talking about all these different... Is that what started your journey on spirituality, yeah, Mochi? Some, was Zeitgeist? Some girl I, I like liked that in college was like, oh, have you seen the movie Zeitgeist? I'm like, no, I'll watch it. Like, try to like... I get to have between yeah, the hang later. Out. <laughs> I literally never went back to school after, <laughs> after seeing I that. Like, you just like, down. what's the point? I like broke down. Like, I was like, I get it now. Like, all this stuff makes so much more sense. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I've gone through Alex Jones, Michael Cesarian, like Zachariah mm-hmm. Sitchin, like... Man, there's so many people like Jordan Maxwell. Wow. Like I've gone through a lot of different information. Philosophers. I, I just like went through one. I, when I would watch the movie, I would like write all the names down of every person I talked in it and just go through each person's like, huh. where they got their information from. And then right now across And then if it keeps going back more, I would, go, I would just delve deeper and deeper and deeper. What do you think about Dr. Green? Dr. Green. Uh, the guy that, um, fuck, what's his, what's his name? He's like, he's in the extraterrestrial thing. He's like a doctor. He was like a surgeon. And, Wait, Greer? Uh, yeah, Dr. Greer. Oh, Greer. Greer, sorry. What do you oh, think of that guy? That stuff's interesting. I, I, I. The stuff he comes out I feel out like with. it's good. I feel like it's a good thing because like, uh-huh. we just need that. We, we need we, that. We need that. Like, it's, it's like the exact thing we need. Like yeah. somebody to like stir up like the pot because all this like political stuff is not that cool yeah dude like at the current moment it's very entertaining and funny but like so funny dude like, i are watching our demise the demise that is the possible demise <laughs> happen in front of us and we're just like it's... we're like laughing it off it's kind of it's kind of comical to see. I, it, see we say demise but if we really go to like nuts and bolts of it i've mm-hmm. thought about this a long time you know let's just say like all the all the liberal people go fine and all the conservative people go fine and they go, let's fucking go then. You know, like, yeah, we would be the Republic of Texas in 20 minutes flat. They would come and with their guns <laughs> and their full arsenals, That's probably where most that of fight are. would last 30 minutes tops before we went, 
oh my God, you know, and I say this because I say this often, the liberal mindset, like liberals are, are great at shooting their mouth off online and Republicans are great or conservatives are great at shooting guns and weaponry accurately. Mm-hmm. So that's like a 30 minute fight before they just spread out <laughs> and take over the rest of the country because yeah. the military is consistent of people from poor middle, poor uh, white, like, and black lower class families and Latino ones, all, all of them Republicans. And then, yeah. and, and then the majority of the cops trains. and then the majority of the cops I've, I did, I saw Texas Rangers like throw them around like bitches. It was hysterical. Was they were funny. slapping them all, funny. slapping them all over the place. They were still, they're starting to run over people. You know, it's just like, like oh, I'm just, I just, it's hysterical. This last week has been amazing. Did you yeah. see the burning man? Uh, yeah, I did. Protest? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, just stop one. I literally was walking around was, around the bar, just showing it to people, like, check this out. Check yes, this out, it was check absolutely hilarious. And though we don't condone violence, uh, they kind of put it on themselves. Yeah, you can't. You like, can't make people like you. People like the people. You literally made the people that w- would support you mad. Yeah, yeah, those are the exact people that would be on your side. Yes, and you made them mad. That's Dude, crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy, man. And like they they barely escaped an ass whooping because it was only like. 13 people went to confront them at first. Mm-hmm. If they held them like an extra hour, that would have been a mob of drug chewing, orgiastic, mm-hmm. having fucking maniacs. That Some of my friends were there things. and they didn't even know that happened. Really? Yeah. They didn't even hear about that. Like they must've got, got there late to the one, caravan. One of the homies, uh, or one of the homegirls, her brother was, had just got back and he said mm-hmm. that he went there a day, day early before it was supposed to start. Mm-hmm. And then it was so that it didn't rain or anything yet, so we right. ended up like enjoying having a great time without the rain. And uh, my homegirl, I haven't asked her, but she just got back. She said they didn't care about the rain. And all the pictures I've seen of all my friends that went there, even though it rained, and they were like, "Oh, they're not having fun." There was like that was like only a certain amount of people. The rest of the people just stayed and enjoyed the rest of the time. Yeah, sure. Like they had a the the news was talking about the exodus happening early. It was just a group of people that left early. Yeah, of course. That was it. But uh, they, a lot of people were like, what? They, they, it probably was the same people that, that left were the same people yeah. that got blocked off. Probably. And they were just super bad from that point on. They just you know rained why? on their parade. You what? know why they weren't? Because they were in jail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told, I've told Abby, dude, I could fix this whole Just Stop Oil thing. One sweeping movement and it's done. Domestic terrorist. As soon as you fucking drop a domestic terrorism charge on these people and go, yeah, we're going to take you to Guantanamo Mm-mm-mm. for 20 years. They'd be like, you know what? Fuck the cars. Do we do that? Let's get more cars going. Like just let's suck off tailpipe and fucking kill a baby seal. Let's just get down with it. They would instantly that like all that shit is because they're like, oh, I'm going to get arrested. I'm going to get right back out. I'd be like, no, no, you're terrors now. You're fucking goddamn. Like you're going to throw soup on a masterpiece. I feel like it no, has sweetheart, a lot to do you're going with. to prison for 30 years and watch them go, but, but, it'd be like, yeah, the internet, everything you think about will be relevant and gone by the time you get out with your crusty ass puss, dude. You're done. You're done. They don't have fucking hair dye in jail, dude. You're done. Just mops and fists and just angry, angry people. It's all about discipline. Yeah. Your parents didn't discipline you. No. You just think no, you can no get guidance. away with murder. <laughs> just a delusional view of of reality like of oh, existential reality he people. hit me back oh my gosh whoa, whoa why 
I know that's coming back. That's a sad thing, dude. That's a sad thing. Like dudes are knuckling up on ladies because they're hitting dudes and like, and being like, what then? You know? And there's people that didn't get any hugs from their daddy. It's pretty, and he said it's this. And they're just like, um, you just struck me back, dude. And it was on a TikTok. And he was just like, yeah, fool. Yeah, I'm not, not getting <laughs> yeah, they're in the middle TikTok of that. And that shit. I'm not getting in the middle of that. No, son. <laughs> I see a girl like, here, hold my rings. And be like, I'm out. Clap, 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 clap. I'm just yeah. going to run. Me and the homies used to like. Back have up, footage of me. Back up women. <laughs> blowing but... up on some lady. I'm sorry, ma'am. <laughs> Please don't hit me. Yeah. Yeah, I've like seen some. Uh... <laughs> I've, had, I've had friends that like went to jail from trying to save right. women from domestic violence. Yep, because the woman turned on them after. Yep, yep. So I was like, I've all, I've gotten to a point of like I don't want to go to jail for the hopes that this person in the hopes that this person doesn't oh like, my turn God, on no. me. My help. Yep. That Buddha warned about that man. You say don't get don't involve yourself. You see a domestic dispute over there? That's a karma. You want to add your energy to that shit? He's just like, obviously, if he's like whacking away, you know, and you get the urge to go save her life and go yeah. do it. I mean, if but he has like a baseball What if it's like an altercation? <laughs> That'd be different. Like, you involve yourself, dude, you're going to catch, you're going to catch hell for it, you know, even mm -hmm. with his good intentions. I had a cousin got stabbed for that kind of shit, trying to break up a bar fight. That's, that's fucking stupid. They just turned on here and said, oh, this guy's more dangerous looking. Stab, stab. He found Jesus the next day. <laughs> he did. No religion of it. He's just like, Jesus is that you? Yeah, he's real. He's for sure real. Congratulated to told the kids. We're all Baptists now. Good <laughs> we are? Yep. All of us. Get your church clothes on. Yeah, What's that? I kind of got out. my mom to be Christian when I was a kid, when I was like 12. Your mom was trying to make you Christian? No, I made my mom Christian. You made your mom Christian. Like, That's I, cool. I used to bring her all these like little Bible like study uh, mm -hmm. verses and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like uh, It was when I was in sixth grade. I used to go across the street to the the rec center and they would have like this Bible study every Wednesday and I would sneak over. I would, I would be sneaking the Bible study. <laughs> my mom would be like, what are you doing? That was at my homie's house. Dead at night. <laughs> Here, I found this on the ground. What's a shame. Like, and what is she ended shame? up like being Christian around that time. Yeah. And like getting us to go to church more. And like, we used to always go to, if we missed a church, I went to like so many churches. Like, like we used to go from one church to the another. Oh, we're too late for this one. We're going to go to this one. <laughs> this one's open still. We're going to go to this one this week, this one this week. And then, like, after a while, my mom, I would go by myself. I would go a lot by myself. But hmm. I was just interested in the stories. That's why that Zeitgeist movie thing happening to oh. me was super interesting. Because that's why I was interested in religion in the first place. It was all the stories. But, like, there's too much hypocrisy involved in it. Right. Like, it didn't play out well societally. Yeah. Like, I would always see, like, things like, they would always want me to sit in front and be like, oh, yeah, you should join the choir. You should do this. You should do that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, in, I'm into it. I'm into it. And but but then you would say, they'd be like they would say stuff like come as you are, like come right. as you are, come as you are. And I, I, I the would double be, standard. Oh, cool. And I was, I'm a skater, so like I would want to go skating after church, so I would just wear my skating clothes, and it was, I would people would look down on me in a way, like give as you give as much as you can. Like I'm a teenager, like I'm a 14, 15 year old. I got like ten dollars. Mm -hmm. I give you five of the money, and then you're gonna use right. the rest for bus fare. You guys looking at me like. Can't Jesus would get it. Jesus like, is a trillionaire. You know what I mean. And then like the one, the kicker for me was the 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 pastor bought a mansion in Spring Valley. Yeah. And it was like this: the church's mansion. It's for yeah. all of us. Right. So we're having a party there, and then he's, barbecue. And he tells us like, 
you guys all don't have to go home, but you guys got to get out of here. And I'm like, wait, there's like nine rooms here. What are you guys, why, why can't we stay here? I thought it was the church's mansion. Well, sorry, you can't stay When here. did you get into like a more direct relationship with spirit where you realized, oh, I can, I can change stuff. Just like who introduced you? What introduced you to the concept that more than like worshiping divinity and kind of like, oh, it's out there. Like where you realize, oh, I can engineer. I can engineer reality myself and, and out of reality. Well, a long time like, ago. When did that get? When like, I was like. Introduced as a concept where you were like, oh, totally. That's real. I was about like 1920. Mm-hmm. So it was like 2005, 2006. Right. Like I um, was at this. I was at me and my friend were over on Adams Avenue and 30th. Like there's this, this random building. We would always we would just be walking past next to uh, Antique Row Cafe. And this guy had a business where I guess he sold um, cannabis before it was like legal. Right. <laughs> and we we're just outside, like smoking outside of the cannabis place. We didn't know that's what it was. Right. And he's like, because this big black guy comes up, like out of nowhere, like, hey, what are you guys doing here? I'm like, you guys got to get out of here. Like, but here, take my card. If you guys get your, <laughs> if you get your weed cards, come back. Right. So I went and got my weed card and everything. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to get this bomb ass weed from this guy. And I was already wa- this is after I like watched that guys, and I was already like learning learning stuff. I like practice. I started practicing meditation and yoga and all these stuff at the same. I went vegan, raw vegan. Right. Because I because I, I wanted to like clean my whole body out and just mm-hmm. be like completely clean. I was sober, completely sober, because I wanted to test all these things out and not have anything get in the way to see what differences I can see. So this dude introduced you to that like concept? Um, no, he he was like some guy that worked for used to work for the BIS. <laughs> the Bank of International Settlements. Oh my God. Yeah. And then like he was he kept That's talking shady. to me about like all this stuff like the gold seizure and all this random stuff, but he never sold me any weed. Hmm. He, just, he gave me this book by this guy named Og Mandino called The God Memorand or like the book is called The Greatest Gift Ever. Hmm. And it's has this little thing in it called the God Memorandum. And um, the greatest miracle ever, ever had, I, I would have to like look at, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but at the end it has something called the God Memorandum where you write, you write a, it's a letter that of you writing, talking to God, but you're God. So you're writing a letter to yourself in the with the intention of like recreating your life. And they're supposed to do this every night before mm. you go to sleep and it's like wow. a reprogramming technique in a way like okay so i at 22 i rebirthed myself like by using this technique to just start myself back as this this entity that i wanted to become wow and that actually like helped a lot and a lot of like visualization techniques that like where i like just did a lot of different things i got into like um uh, binaural beats uh-huh. where I listened to yeah, a lot of that stuff like and uh there's it, I didn't Tesla. even think it, I didn't think it was working for a long time but I was like doing all the different like the drug ones like like the acid one or anything yeah there's and then one, one day I'm just yeah, chilling in my house Molly. and my screen starts melting <laughs> and I hadn't done one of those in a while I'm like what the hell and it wouldn't just a lot of start trippy stuff so I'm like did did my body just out of nowhere activate yeah. like this plugged in <laughs> so there, i would have like a lot of those oh little things happen and they slowly like it slowly kept pulling me into like me, me using a pendulum i came into communication with my higher self mm-hmm. and like started to like learn 
lessons straight from there instead of learning. That's why when I learned Matrix, I was like, dude, that's that's trippy. I was like learning this same kind of stuff, but like I didn't read any, I didn't read books to learn it. I learned it from just like paying attention and spending lots of time with myself and asking the right questions right. and following down the right paths. I, yeah. I went to a lot of places also. Like I would like do a lot of like, I start practicing like remote viewing right and stuff like that career like, talks about that a lot yeah like, and and like like knowing about that. once you like start getting into that like i don't know like you like when when i'm using crystals and doing that crystals come from certain places so you can like get information out of them to like go to different places and like as portals there's actually kind of like some you never know what's inside of a crystal there's so much crazy stuff inside of like when you can like read energy you're just like but why is this in here? How did you start <laughs> to read energy? Um, I was, I started doing these meditations where I bought this, this pendulum where it had like these, a bunch of different crystals on it, like uh -huh. different one for each chakra. And I did the, I did a technique where I had it on my, where I had it on my forehead yeah. and like, I was just laying okay. there for a little while. And then I went to go smoke with my homegirl and this guy was in the car and he started like talking about like, oh my gosh, you have all these different colors on your forehead shining out of your, out of your third eye. And I was like, what? I, I literally just got done doing the meditation like five minutes before that. Right. And he's like, he's saying he sees the different crystals and I didn't say anything about it. Right. So I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. You can see my, for the energy light on my, cause I went and looked in the mirror and there's no, there was no like dye on me or nothing. Right. So that was one of the first times I ever was like, Wait, hold up. He read your energy. Yeah, and it was just like out of nowhere. He and nobody asked. And it wasn't even like he was trying to make me feel like he knew me or anything. Right. It was just a. It was just a random comment he just said. And wow. Yeah, that guy was actually a pretty interesting that's guy. And I kept. I've, that's happened to me a lot. Like I meet people like that a lot. And you picked up the ability to figure mm -hmm. out how to do it yourself. That was because of Mikey. Oh, Mikey. So Mikey, and me and Mikey have been friends for a long time. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, we didn't, we didn't talk for like four years. Like for the whole time I was like learning all this stuff, like doing like these meditations and practicing all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like he wasn't there. And then like randomly we we just start talking again. Mm -hmm. He comes to my house and I've been like doing all this stuff. I can't see anything. I can't see, you know, any of the stuff that I'm doing. I'm just like going with the punches and using my pendulum to see if the thing's working. The or queries. Not. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm just like using techniques to like, does it work now? To, Do I need yeah. to shift something? Yeah, yeah. So I did it that way, and I did a whole weird. I did a willpower um, um, barrier around this patio that I had at my house, and willpower is yellow. It's good. It's the, it's the color yellow signifies yellow. So like according I'm like, to Green Lantern, so, uh, yeah, so, I'm, so I'm utilizing <laughs> like yellow energies. Yes. <clears throat> I'm like just utilizing yellow yes. energy into this field. Cause like, and then Mikey walks up to my house and's like. Oh, that's a that's a cool little uh, bear you got there. I'm like, wait, wait, you can see that? He's like, yeah, and it has like yeah. a crack in it right here, and like it starts describing all these things about it. He's like, tell me the Dude, color and everything. He is so visual. And I'm like, wait, you can see all of that? And I checked with my pendulum to check check to see if if it was that that was true. And I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh. So from that day on, me and him were like inseparable. And mm -hmm. anytime I did anything with crystals, anything to do with spirituality, going outside, he was always when he's like my eyes. And like your consigliere there, man. Yeah. So I just so we were always so then we started doing stuff where we, I would I would take stuff out and I kind of he, he he helped me be able to see things actually because 
I would have him describe things, and I, before he described it, I would draw what I saw. And he would just, we would, we got to a point where we were, we were drawing the same, we had the same pictures. Wow. And Dude, that's, and I was trying synergy. to make my way towards his wow. picture because he's already like sees all this stuff. So mm -hmm. I was like, I'm trying to get a, a database of this. It just wow. took a while because like some of my, like, I looked into my past lives. I had like issues with my pineal gland mm. through like, being a horrible person. <laughs> Sometimes the world needs a villain. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody always says they're good people. So and I'm a like, healer I was a time. king and no, I was such a great no, nice dude. person. I was a I was horrible a person bastard. a few times. <laughs> a few. Sometimes you got to be part of the story. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, talk about taking the long road, you know. Yeah. But also. I kind of feel like that's how I met grace, you. You know, oh, you were catching me, man, when I was. Because like before I met you, I did a past life regression, uh -huh. like a like a couple of weeks before that, and it was like I was like mean like a, back in the time when I was like an assassin, mm -hmm. and I did I canceled out something I did, and then I met you. You canceled out something you did. Yeah, like it was like a it was like an assassination I did, and I was like I actually did something different instead of that. You chose to do something. Yeah, like, picked a different I, path. I, yeah, and it's cr the craziest part. I was like, I'm like, I, when I was trip, I was tripping out when I was doing because I was walking. Like right. I feel myself physically walking. I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in here. I'm here. I'm, I gotta just, I gotta do it. I just gotta continue doing what I need to do and get the hell yep. back to my body yep. <laughs> before I get stuck somewhere. <laughs> Like, oh my god, dude! Like I found out one of my past lives that happened to me. Like you don't want to. I wanted to be a like feel how it was to be a lion. Yeah, and like it's went into hard. a lion's body and just never came back. Yeah, you get stuck there for a couple lives. Yeah, <laughs> shit happened to Shiva as well. It's all right, man. You're a good like, company. This is interesting. Like Shiva would it wouldn't get out of a boar once or something like that. And they were just gosh. like all the gods were like, get out. And they're like, no. Like fine, we'll kill the pig. And they're just like, oh fuck. He's like, yeah, you're a god dummy. And they're like, oh, okay, sorry. Like, my bad. I was just happy being a pig and doing big things. Just wanted to do it. Just wanted to do pig and do just simplify. Just have some tusks and shit. And just do pig stuff. And they were like, nope, you may not be Inosuke. Mm. Fuck you. <laughs> Which, again, you will take it with uh, Demon Slayer. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to get into it. <laughs> Two of the funniest characters I've ever seen. Sorry, I'm nerding out talking about Japanese anime to another professional nerd. That, you know, like, we're next level here. We try, we try not to back up too much. So I've always wanted to ask this, man. You know, translating all of that really intricate engineering that you're talking about. When you came upon Magic the Gathering, what kind of platform did that provide your quantum musings, like in the way that you were doing? Because sometimes when I'd see you and Mikey holding your decks of Magic the Gathering, you'd be like, I have a green deck today, homie. They're all fucked. You know, like, like where you could actually, like when did it occur to you, you could project your alchemical will through the game magic the gathering when i found out you could take extra turns when you found out you could take extra turns <laughs> what does that mean you just take extra turns there's cards that say you just take cheat basically turn. yeah like so like you do your stuff and then go all right i'm gonna take another turn or what like 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 the other day i was like playing the hysterical like unfairness that it can provide sometimes well, you take like a seven minute turn do a you do stuff for seven minutes straight and then go I'm gonna take another turn. They're like, wait, what? <laughs> You're not even done with this turn yet. <laughs> like, yeah, no. 
and then you go and do your turn and you start the next turn and you're like, I'm going to take another turn. <laughs> so do you enjoy the unfairness factor? Yes. Like how like that's, do you enjoy that even on the alchemical magical? Like, well, the other day, like I was playing Mikey and I took, I stole his creature and I was killing him with his creature. And he quit. He quit. You were like the White Walker King. He quit right before I killed him with his own creature. Like, now I'm out. Because I I played this card that said, play a card off of both of my opponent's decks. And I got a card that's from Mikey that said, take an extra turn. (laughs) (laughs) So you like watching the people's anguish as the unfairness of the scenario. Yes. As long as it's not me. It's like the mouse realizing, oh, I'm not getting out of this. And the cat and I, no, you got to keep trying. You're doing so good. Mm Mm-hmm. Knowing dinner's dinner's gonna it's dinner time. I felt like magic was a nicer way of like playing life instead of like using people as toys or in po- and like pieces and and pawns and stuff. I'm like, I'll just play this that, game. Though. Yeah, I'll just play this game instead. This is fun. Like, this is interesting. It doesn't like affect the world as Creation. much as. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's le- there's no penalty for that. Yeah, I learned. I learned. Just leave people alone. Oh man! Let them do them. It, it's more entertaining anyway. Like it's entertaining to see. Yeah, you know that Orochima. Yeah, you just turned into Orochimaru right now. Just be like, I just want to see which way the wind Sasuke blows the freaking windmill. Yeah, <laughs> you know, gonna, and I'd be like, uh, we're still keeping an eye on this motherfucker. We are still keeping an eye on this dude. <laughs> That's how it was for me for a while. Like when I first, when I was like really into like practicing, like I would have people over at my house all the time, and I would just be like. Hey, this is what I'm gonna be doing. You guys can enjoy video games and do all this right. and do whatever you want, but I get the test on you. Test what? <laughs> I get the, all the different tests. All the magic stuff. Yeah, I can feel you do that sometimes. Practicing, I'd be like, utilizing Yo, put that sharingan away. And and like, oh, you can see that? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Knock like, that off. When I was doing a lot of the alchemy stuff, trying to like, I was trying to like figure out a way to like utilize the placebo effect. Mm-hmm. And like figure out a way to make yourself be able to like do the placebo effect anytime, right on so, the cue. Yeah, so that's what I was like trying to practice. So I would like take like some cannabis or something and like take um, do put it create a like a chamber mm-hmm. and like have the chamber have like a lot of like a different specific geometric shape attached to it, mm-hmm. like and um, make it come make it into like a different dimensional like energy field. And leave like the weed in there and try to like use utilize techniques to alchemically change it. You're right. But utilize but but instead of physically changing it, I was changing it on a mental level where your consciousness can believe what's going on. Sure. To cause something to It'll happen. be done unto you as you believe. Yeah. Yeah. It's so just I, hard pressing. I was trying to work on like how to like oh. make that happen on a regular basis. Instant, it, so you can instantaneously like heal or. Yeah. The, the one I, this one was interesting. I like uh, came up with the idea of creating, turning weed into DMT. Oh, but it'll take you down some it, roads. It, it was interesting because it didn't actually make you go into a trip. It just made you be able to see the spirit realm part. Really? Just yeah, that part? it was trippy. It was like it like ended up working oh, maybe because this, the chemicals aren't there. Yeah, it like it just made you be able to see it. Wow. So like there was this one time this guy like did that. He did it and we were me and Mike were standing me and Mike were standing here and he mm-hmm. was on the couch sitting there and he could you could feel him come and rub our stomach. 
<laughs> had just, a body. Yeah, and like we've had this other guy like hold this crystal Whoa. that we like were using as this, this. We had a specific thing this crystal did. Yeah, it was like a giant light sword, and it like it was a damn bright. And we had when you push energy out, it was like kind of like a lightsaber. This dude does this thing. We didn't say anything about it. He starts telling us and describing that, that, that what it does and what it looks like. Wow. And we're like, so we're getting people that don't have this sight seeing things through uh-huh. like through smoking this this herb and we're like oh i'm like i don't know what to say about this because this has happened too many times but the one where the guy rubbed my stomach he told us about it after he got back up and we're like we were talking to each other about it that's cool like we we, we had this one where like that's really cool where this guy was like on the ground like and we were like, it was like it was like we're doing like kind of like an exorcism of like right. religious idealism. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's a good thing. We're pulling this out of this guy, and like we had these crystals, and me and Mikey found it was like, oh, there's like this angelic figure inside of the crystal, like, and we he kept trying to give us the crystals, and we're like, the crystals want to be with you. Yeah. So, but through the process of figuring all this stuff out, we're like taking stuff out like what we do things where i take it out of the take energy out and put it into a limbo space to look at it be able to see it and analyze it and do stuff with it and then put it back okay so while we're doing that this guy's describing it was like he's like in this like like sweating like on the floor just like oh my gosh and like he just he just starts describing all this stuff where like that you've already we're, tracking. We're figuring out and dealing with. He's like describing it to us as we're doing it. That's amazing. And we're like, training, dude. what is going on right now? <laughs> That's amazing. And we were like, when you get three people synergized like that, yeah, that's this, amazing. That, that, would, that would happen a lot. Like, and it was, it was a little weird. It was a little weird because that guy was in, in intertwined with like Freemasonry. Yeah. And like next, you know, there are like people like asking him coming by my house asking questions they were like the guy that like brought him in came to my house asking questions like right how how do we do energy work and stuff i'm like what kind of question is that for a random person like how do you what, why do you even know that that's like, rude man you're like an old dude you're like an old like older like guy. i guess he was like a journalist from iraq journalist or something yeah like, i've had a few that was that them, was but... that was weird like that was one of the first times i was like wait people pay attention to this kind of stuff all they don't realize is the number of and type of entities that are in their aura all those like 33rd and beyond just mm-hmm. like look at that shit in you bro you don't even know what's up that's yeah. sad amateurs yeah draco though freaking amateurs <laughs> the draco are, are pretty trippy like, they're in their that, place now yeah they used to be everywhere yeah i was like why, why are you here off in antarctica <laughs> suck it <laughs> yeah that, i don't know why. why why would they want to stay there because that's the only place they can hide hide we all know they're there yeah (laughs) hide and everybody everybody's all like we want to go everybody literally wants to go there yeah (laughs) everybody on planet Earth is like yeah what's there what is there like so it's not there's like a collective consciousness of like we need to get there there's a lot there there. i think i think we'll see it well we'll be able to get to see it Oh, we're going to see a lot of things, I think, in our day. Yeah. I think the inner will be the outer, and the outer will be the inner. And we're going yeah, to get the collective you, wisdom of that. Didn't you use, do you know, like a hike, <clears throat> uh, like in, in in like Machu Picchu? You, like, or something? Oh, we go to Mount Shasta every year. And do like a big like uh, excursion? Or, like these, I, heard, I think I'm, 
remember you used to go on like these excursions. I've been to Peru. I've been to Peru to do like a thing with Sri Ramka and Kira Ra mm. and anchor like a portal there. That was the goal of the spiritual group of an ascension portal. And the, um, like the place I normally go to for spiritual purposes is with Abby to Mount Shasta. And we ran into Nate and that, uh, that blonde kid that we, we went to Matrix with that he was on a motorcycle and they weren't even related. We ran into them in downtown Mount Shasta oh, that's trippy. for the Wessex celebration, which is celebrates the enlightenment of the Buddha and his birth. And it's in May, the full moon in May. So people from every, every path, Nate came up with this really vampiric chick in a van and she just be, you know, the Bartlett boys and their tastes, tasting women, yeah. likes. But they, you know, she was there on for the ride. He's he's reading the Keys of Enoch, you know, the the White Book, <laughs> you know, like advanced shit. He's underlining stuff. I'm like, okay, you're into some deep shit. And that other kid was like, can we stay with you? I was like, no, nah, hanging out with my wife for the next like, five days. I'm getting mm. down. Sorry, son. Got to find an accommodation somewhere else. And uh, yeah, we were all up there at the same time. But yeah, Mount Shasta is hella magical, dude. I've been hearing more about the pyramids lately, like under pyramid. under having like under chambers. Oh yeah, like with all these giant like empty like stone storage containers and stuff. Oh yeah, what about? Like, have you ever heard of a guy named um, Billy Carson? Billy Carson? No, it doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, he's like does some um, forbidden knowledge. Like forbidden knowledge. Oh, okay. He did a. He's been doing a lot of stuff where he has a book about the um, the emerald tablets. Oh, okay. Both. He like had a. He did a translation of it because I guess um, UCLA has a website where they translate. They auto translate cuneiform tablets that they've discovered. Oh wow! So they have a whole database That's of incredible. ways of doing it. So they've been wow. like, so he's been going through those tablets and like going. Do they have the emerald tablets of Fermi's? Is it like an actual they've, artifact? They've had, they've had multiple versions of it, actually. Yeah. Like he, this guy, Billy Carson, talks about it. My, my friend, my friends, he goes into aliens every once in a while. But I personally like am into like technology and like historical ideas of like what could have happened. Why did it happen? Like, sure. And I feel like when you get to when you get information like the tablets like that, like when it starts talking about genetic manipulation and such like that, maybe what that's type? a little like um like that's in the manual. Yeah, like of like the original as, Hermes. Like uh, what he goes into, it go, one of the things he goes into is like the uh, the Garden of Eden was a actual was actually a lab, and Adam wasn't one; it was many, right? And it was a lab of them. Holy my gosh! And the lab of the atoms, like, and they use them Whoa. as like a to to make the the species of of the human race as of now with the genetic wow. manipulation done to our like dna and such and that like, is a theory it man. talks a whole it, it has like a lot of um there's like a lot of stuff in there about um um isis mm-hmm. um using manipulate genetics being used being manipulated to or in within her womb to birth one of the children so she births the children Actually, that's what it says in the manuals or in hmm. all of these different tablets, hmm. which is interesting because like it's consistent with a lot of them. Like they keep talking about a lot of this stuff and he just posted some pictures of like where it looks like sperm in the gestation period on on some ancient temples in Egypt. 
You heard it here, folks. They got jizz all over some ancient yeah. temples in Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> they got like, sperm everywhere. Make it make sense. Make like, it make yeah. sense. <laughs> There's, if you take this UV ray, you look at the fucking size of the pyramids, covered in jizz. Yeah. Fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, and my friend was like, oh, I don't like him because he's so matter-of-fact about stuff. He's like, yeah, that's what it is. Look it up. Go do it your own research if you really don't believe me. Look it up. We got you. We Our got references you. are correct. The other references, not true. Mm-hmm. I know the difference between the two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to take a moment also at this point in the program to, um, to give my uh, Wizard of the Week and my Death Eater of the Week awards. Um, Wizard of the Week this week is Coast Contra. Man, these motherfuckers can rap. It's like old school hip hop, genius shit, powerful shit. Man, I was just like, I haven't listened to rap in like 25 years. And I've, I heard that shit and I was like, oh my God, that shit is awesome, dude. All wizards, all alchemists, you could tell by the lyrics. So check out Coast Contra. Their freestyle flows are stupid. They are so good and they are wizardy. So wizards dig it. Also, um, I have a Reiki class coming up. So wizard of the week, that's you, Dallas. Dallas Compton. Man, and we're going to turn you into wizard, man. It's time to get a, attuned to levels one and two. Going to do a Reiki class. Get them, get them all juiced up, you know? Amazing. Death Eater of the Week. Um, well, they win the award a lot, but got to give it to the CCP. They drowned northern Hong Kong with a third deluge. They they were able to shoot themselves and their number one moneymaker in the foot. Again, they just were, they give about 16 minutes notice and then they flooded all of uh, Hong Kong, especially the upper part. Henry uh, Kissinger's probably happy about that. Henry Kissinger probably jerked off to it basically like while on it yeah like i can't believe he's still alive like dude <laughs> the guy crazy. drinks fetal baby juice like baby mcnuggets disgusting piece of shit oh yeah so 9-11 to him and also uh death eater of the week also is the tsa you were mentioning getting through tsa they win because uh post 9-11 they make airports hell and they don't really fucking protect us from shit Make us take off our shoes and walk around disgusting ass floors. You should add the uh, Biden admin to that list. The what? You should add the Biden admin to that list. Oh, we got a third junction. Yesterday Biden. they tweeted out or X'd out. Uh, thank you to Saudi Arabia for t- giving them twenty billion dollars and saying they're a good partner. And that's our- funny because fourteen of the eighteen hijackers on nine eleven were Saudi Arabian. Yeah, I don't remember invading their country. Do you remember? No. I remember going to Afghanistan and, and Obama like killing all those people and uh, Iraq and George Bush and Obama killing all of those people. And Iraq's uh, funny place. Hysterical. We went there twice. <laughs> Felt so nice. We did it twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That oil is tasty. I don't know what oil they actually got you guys because this shit's $5 and 50 cents a gallon out here in California. Man. Weep for us because they're gouging us. Like, we're, the, we're there a catalyst. Like, our tea party might be over unleaded fuel. That BP, uh, like our sorry, Boston tea party. Sorry, uh, advertisement makes so much more sense oh from uh, South Park. Oh, yeah. Hey, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Our bad. So sorry. We are. Sincerely sorry <laughs> that gas is so high and nothing's being done about it. Um, yeah, that that's going to work really well with Americans. Mm-hmm. Paying 60 bucks, 70 bucks for yeah, gas. Yeah, my girlfriend uh, bought a Prius. She was going to buy a Tesla. 
But uh, mm. she got a chance to get in a Prius, and then I was like, you know, like electricity is made from like fossil fuels. Coal. <laughs> it's made from coal. And then I looked up the renewability of of the fuels that we use in California, like San Diego, yeah. where supposedly we use like I think it's thirty five percent of the energy we create is made from renewables. Which is Which is so funny, you know those wind really farms low, that we got. <laughs> guess that they run on coal, coal. You know, it's like Swoo. the goalie. You know, coal. That's what. That's what was. Uh, um, you can see and it's direct, making it burn more than ever. You can see direct re, uh, um, correlation between China and Australia through those Dude. that when they're during um, during COVID when. China, China had like a whole like uh, fight with Australia over oh, the over the coal. Living. Yeah, I remember it. They yeah, a fight. They, they got mad because they wouldn't allow them to um, extradite people from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean we can't kidnap people? <laughs> so, so they like were like, well, we're just gonna keep all this rock lobster and coal in our docks and not yeah. use it. And it actually made the price of like Bitcoin and all the different cryptocurrencies go up because that's Spark. where everybody had went was going to use use um space for farming, farming Bitcoin. Jesus, so, dude. <laughs> so it like actually would directly affect their bad decisions to like be petty and bitter, like affected their marketplace of the whole world. Yeah. In one small dude, swoop. Armageddon is happening in China right now. I've been tracking this shit for like a month and a half. Man, it's so true. It's literally falling into the ocean. Like they're mm. having uh, biblical floods right now. Like where there's food supplies fucked. 20 million cars are fucked. Like the real estate market is absolutely fucked. Like it's absolutely, like their life savings of the entire populace, gone. It was a con. They're pretending to build buildings and not only they're knocking them down. Like they're just not worth anything. They, just, they fall down on their own actually. Well, there's the theory. There's the um there's always the theory like as soon as you turn your back on the source of creation, that's when a civilization starts to dissolve itself because everything is sustained by the source of creation. Mm -hmm. Even though we think we can derivative and like cut a little little pie away, eventually the source of all energy is one spot. And yeah. it's divine father, God, whatever you want to call it. But like as soon as they go, no, it's illegal to worship any kind of spirituality or anything like that, then it's just like a matter of time. And they are, yeah, dude, I wouldn't wish it on anybody. These poor people are fucked, dude. It's they shot see. themselves in the foot so hard, dude. Because they didn't have anything to do with it. Like They're going to do Taiwan just to distract the people. Yeah. They're going to invade Taiwan probably. I don't know. I don't know. We, they might get cold feet. They might. Well, dude, they got wet feet. That's for goddamn sure, dude. They're fucking <laughs> flooded, son. They're yeah. fucked. They opened up the job. Yeah, they're, they they're, drowned two million people, busy. and no one you haven't seen it on the news. They That's drowned two crazy. million fucking people. The first time it flooded, like it was like Beijing and the holy city where the emperor was. They opened up all the floodgates, like a hundred thousand reservoirs, and just dumped it into the peasants and the country people, and their whole life savings just fucking gone. Ruthless, gone, ruthless, and they they said estimated like millions died. They had that happen like, with their, their dam during COVID, actually. Like right Man. there, the dam that's near um India, it broke and mm -hmm. everybody was screwed. Yeah, that, there's a lot of this kind of stuff going on, man. The Earth's you know yeah, letting China, go of her stress. It's crazy. It's a crazy place. But yeah, it's imploding. It it's like a, a dark hole. Place. Like when I tune into there, like all the black magic that's gone on there for years, all of the the massive control is like it's just 
it's it's like the nothing and from never ending story is going through mm-hmm. and just going nom, yeah nom, literally nom, 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 nom. yeah i follow these guys she was another China thing uncensored i do too man like with chris chapel so good he's so good man <laughs> he's so snarky dude show. join the thou- join the 50 cent army for real it's like such a good so idea they think that right. beijing is gonna get he's like a snarky there's, dude they're so on point with what they're talking he's about balls dude i'm like dude there's just crazy they they used to go there to hong kong <laughs> yeah in gas masks before they he's before. hardcore man the balls on this guy is amazing. Somebody was talking to me about, like, oh, Mark Cuban could be president. Oh, we should, we should. Delusional. He's still going like, what? That's like, delusional. You can't let a man that supports China like that, like, no. do anything. Nor with, Gavin like, Newsom. Anybody. He's getting called out finally. I mean, they're going to let him, they're going to let that dude go. Like, but I'd rather, I'd rather that happen, actually. Oh, I can't wait. Give us back California. Oh, my God. <laughs> Give us back California. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, dude. Gavin Newsom is a shit. He's, he's just a little disgusting. Uh, Alec Jones called shit. him American Psycho. I, he looks like a character. <laughs> he's all American like He's all American Psycho slick. <laughs> like, if in the future, like, it came out and there was, like, uh, like a VH1, like, when they were somebody, and, like, and they were like, remember Gavin Newsom? Like, and then he choked that prostitute to death and then got found out, like, that there was a bunch of bodies hidden under thing, and he had a penchant for, like, choking out whores. That would be a thing. Like, who knew that I'd be like, I knew. I saw his eye. He's got crazy eyes, man. He's not Cosby, but he's got, you know, like no, no, something wrong with this motherfucker. He where, he, where he would where he would enjoy, you know, like choking he's prostitutes to death with his bare hands. Has a behind his I'm bed. saying it's I'm not saying he would, but I'm saying like I'm watching you, bro. Like there's <laughs> I don't like what I see behind your eyes. You can go eat French food while the rest of us can't kiss our grandmother goodbye, you piece of Fucking shit. Fuck you, dog. Crap ass motherfucker. I don't want to be the president. You know that ass? He like dumped our water into the ocean like multiple times. Like after like, okay, we're in a drought, guys. And he would like stand out there in his stupid uniform. <laughs> and he would be like, yeah, we got to conserve water and not flood. You know, we're you know going to lock down on the fucking fresh water and all this. And it would rain. It would fill up the reservoirs. And then due to some like water quota for saving like some kind of sparrow or something, you know, like an aqua, like some kind of bird on a meadow because they're trying to revive that. They would dump half of that drinkable water back into the ocean and then had the balls to get back on television the next day and be like, you guys, we got to do something about this drought. I'll be dick dude. You just dumped our drought back into the ocean, man. And he's done that several times just after this last one, this last huge barrage. God was like, fuck you, Gavin. And it just rained so much that all the lakes refilled up, all the rivers refilled up, every everything is from the last year. That twat was the one that was dumping it into the end of the ocean and being like, Oh gosh, we got all this fucking, you know, farmland and stuff like that. And have the balls to do that. I used to think and people that don't know this guy is the worst. The same, man. Like I used to be like, like there's no reason there's to no be an evil asshole. Zero. There's no difference between liberals. There's no difference between conservatives. But then I, as I got an older, like, I don't know, I have a, I have a thing where I hate people that are annoy me in like wine and nag and nag and nag. <laughs> and like now it's just all liberals doing that shit. It, but, but I'm not taking they that away from, from conservatives to... because literally I grew up in the nineties and yeah, I know what explicit, over. I know what explicit music is. <laughs> like, yeah. Being able to. Yeah. Censorship used to be on the right and now it's all the bunch of like yeah, whining like, pussies on the left. They, they, the right still are douchebags because they they say some dumbass shit still because those people are 
just people that are too far and like to nag people are going to still exist everywhere. But these liberal people got, got this power. The, the liberals of today are not the liberals of yesterday. Righteous like indignation. This, this day liberals are just the same thing like Antifa is. It's just something with a name attached to it. And they just take took the reins of it. Right. They co-opted something and took the name of it that was already established to make it easier to like take more. And that's what I feel like they've been doing because it's just like all you guys do is nag, nag, nag about stuff. But the nagging you're doing goes somewhere. And that's when I'm it affects like other realities. Mm, you're like you're fucking doing some shit. Have you noticed they've been getting spatulated real good? Yes, it's fire. It's fire. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's all, all, all it is is like people shaming Karens and fucking people that are addictively offended. It's going to happen. <laughs> and the counter, I, I, I keep telling Abby, like the counter attacks begun because whoever's telling me how to think and what to say, I'm, I mean, like in the words of great manners, like fuck you, you know, like no matter who exactly. you are, whether it was the Republicans during the Bush era, and I wasn't allowed to say shit about the military, or wasn't able to say shit about Jesus, and like, or how other people should be allowed to, you know, like it wasn't in everybody's face. And the same people were touching little kids, even though they were talking about family, talking to you, Dennis Hastert, you disgusting piece of crap. So like they're total hypocrites. And then the left's like, yeah, we're not like that. And then they said, hold my beer. <laughs> I bet we can outwine and out social engineer all of you. What's that, Klaus? What would you like us to say? Mm-hmm. All that shit. So it's just like whoever's trying to socially engineer and has the reins of that. I'm going to be in your fucking face and I'm going to be exposing your bullshit because yeah. it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. Whoever's military industrial complex, whoever is Freemasonry like bread, like where they're about the ring and they're not about their position of duty or their uh, divine responsibility. Like those fucking people, like they out themselves. They have like a specific odor like Lindsey Graham or like Mitch McConnell mm-hmm. or Nancy Pelosi or anything. They're, they're all these wizards that are pretending to be politicians and like they all know the occult they all know about ritual magic and they all about know about using the word to hypnotize and control yep that's why they're all lawyers is they learn about legal definitions of things and they know that they can program people hypnotically to accept their impersonation of representative government we've never had one always it's people that have allegiance to the forces of war the forces of industry like that's that's always been the case these are lobbyists for them, not for you. You know when representatives representing your will, how many of them are doing it? <laughs> Zero. I couldn't count them. Yale did a study where they said 80% of the decisions that Congress does goes against the will of their actual constituents, like That's where they crazy. matched it up. So you've never had a representative democracy. You've had a puppet show where the corporations were able to figure out how to get their rep, their lawyer in there to pretend to represent you when really they're representing the corporation that's housed in their district. They don't, you've never had power. The people have never listened to you. The only time they listen is when you really get in their face and call them up at their office. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't suspend the Second Amendment just because you're the goddamn governor, lady in New Mexico. You sound dumb. But the police can still have guns and security guards. Wait, 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 wait. Now, now you're getting ridiculous. <laughs> Did the criminals get the memo? Were they like, you know what? She's Did you see right. that part? Where, no, where oh, they, yeah. Where they, 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 they actually asked her, like, what are, so do you expect the criminals to, just, um, no, just like a solid no? Yeah. And you're like, 
So do you know what's about to happen? We just expect people to snitch we on know better them, than everybody. You. Like you can't snitch on somebody when you get shot. Yeah, the sheriff was just like, <laughs> no, we're just not going to enforce that at all. Yeah, I, whatsoever. I, I think politicians are like, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the show Recess. Yeah. Like the no. cartoon Recess, but from ABC back in the day, There's, we used to call I call them the Randalls of the world, the the teacher pet tattletales. Oh, so all yeah. the kids that were the tattletales and teacher pet that nobody liked in school, <laughs> they literally end up becoming the politicians because yeah, and they but they have Rule a bone makers. to pick. They have a bone to pick with all the people that were like the cool kids. They're like, I'm gonna get you back. Yeah, and this is what we've been dealing with for like our whole lives. Is like that's why we become rule the little tattletales, fucking like who wants to be a rule maker other than that type of person? Like yeah. they're like, I feel I could, which is social engineering. I feel I can make a rule that people will have to follow in the game of humanness in our society. That if they follow this rule, they're going to be a better version, according to me, than what they're mm-hmm. already doing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do no, you know, like the little kid, like you'd all be having playing a dope game. Everybody's having a good time, talking trucks, whatever. And they go, "Okay, everybody, new rule." And you'd be like, "Who invited this person in the first yep. place? This That's chick, Randall. or whatever?" And they're just and they're like, "Here's a new rule: you can't do the thing if you blah blah blah." And people would go, "Boo!" And we would still like do it anyway, right? And the person would get really up, mad. <laughs> they got really mad because you wouldn't want to play the game. I don't want to play with you. They fucking go away. Fuck off. And they go like, yeah, I'm going to become a representative. <laughs> I'm going to become AOC. I'm going to get him back. I'm going to mix drinks and, hate <laughs> and, <just laughs> and pretend to care about universal health care for room, all. Just punching pillows. For yeah, yeah. <laughs> One day I'm going to make so many rules that these people won't be able to do anything other than this stuff I want them to do. And then they become a fucking senator. Yeah. <laughs> That's after getting bribed by a million corporations, of course, but. Every yeah, time. Don't forget bribery. Yeah, bribery AOC. is hot. <laughs> bribery is so hot. God. <laughs> Have you ever heard of? Did Alec? you see that Barbara? Did you see Barbara um, Feinstein? Like she was like, "Huh, what's going on?" They're like, "Vote I." And she was like, "Yeah, dude. I." No, did you hear you that? Live she in a democracy. Say, Mitch McConnell was like, after that, she argued. <laughs> he stared in his face. I heard her, she, Diane Feinstein, argued that she didn't give her daughter power of attorney. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) She thought, I never did that. Uh (laughs) He came like, no, that's not how that works. No. She saw Kamala Harris up there. What's she doing up there? (laughs) She literally said, what is that lady doing up there? I'm still asking the same thing myself. And I don't know where that was coming from, but I think we all know where that was coming from. (laughs) What's that? Extremely tan woman doing up there. Get her off of there. Is she a oh <laughs> I think she's one of those. Is she supposed to be super old? Mitch McConnell literally had two strokes live on camera. He was like, and then we're gonna we're gonna because we were gonna Yeah, and then they asked him. <laughs> he just straight looks on his face and like, Mr. Senator? And he just still keeps staring there, dude. Like he got asked like six times like what happened later. And, and he, he got a like, clean uh, he got a clean bill of health. From the yeah, Illuminati like, doctor, I mean the congressional <laughs> doctor that works at the thing. <laughs> no, he good. What are you talking about? Just flashing rings like, 33rd, bitch. 33rd. I know stuff now. I, he drinks blood, dude. Drinks fucking not blood. Enough. He's not getting enough in the system. He needs, no, he needs way more, more adrenochrome. Jesus Christ, yeah, yeah, man. They're, they're hurting for that. They are hurting for that lately. <laughs> Sound of freedom. Check it out. Let's go. Whatever, whatever platform you're digging on that. Yeah, that movie's. I'm so happy they made that's that. That's so show. that's so g'd out. How they made like a hundred mil, <laughs> for reals. 
Like, uh, right. I am so happy. Is, it, is this it topped a over hero? Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, topped Indiana Jones. That That's shit so was sick. garbage. They lost so much money on that. Yeah, you know, I've never watched Indiana, jo- Indiana Jones. The first uh, two films are great. Like, I, I like only the heard, first three are great. I've only heard and seen scenes from it, but I've never oh. actually watched them. Watch the first three, dude. Like, watch it as a marathon. Like, Get Mikey there. Is that Yippie Kaye? Yeah. No, 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 that's no, Die, no. Die Hard. Die Hard. Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Christmas film, possibly. I watch it every Christmas. I used to play. There used to be a game in the arcade for Die Hard. Dude, I remember that game, it dude. Was like, we, it was like the funnest game. And you know what? No one. We were like, oh, the bad guy's a terrorist. That's kind of weird. Like we people were like, didn't they just used to jack airplanes and then they would land in Syria and then we'd send them <laughs> money? You know, this is before they, you know fucking hit buildings and shit yeah. so like like people are like oh that's weird he's a german terrorist that's really like, ladies and gentlemen ladies and gentlemen <laughs> where <laughs> is <laughs> takahashi kimoshima <laughs> and, just, so funny. and we were like terrorists that's weird and then terrorists became a big fucking thing yeah now it's now it's a racket yeah terrorism is a full-time business yeah, I love how you can they they turn all these existential ideas into like money makers. They none of these ideas are try to truly them. physical. It's like right. all these mind ideas, and they're selling them to people and they're Terrorism. getting them to buy it. And once you buy it, they get a bunch of money out of it. Oh, it's they can crazy. Figure, they figure out how to make money off of it. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> it blows my mind. Like every time I, I always like I feel like sometimes I'm an evil genius every once in a while, but like. When I hear about other evil geniuses doing evil genius things, oh, the whole COVID nineteen thing, so ma- I get so mad. I'm like, that motherfucker! God damn you! <laughs> the COVID nineteen thing, dude. That's when I thought like they were gonna finally ensnare us all, you know. But here we stand, maskless, not in quarantine. So, and I didn't take shit, so I was just like, I got a card. Oh, you got you just uh, got a card made? Yeah, I got three. Three. Two, uh, got the shot and two boosters. Dude, I had a whole episode. I had a, I had a whole episode. That shit, was, that shit was necessary when I went to Nigeria. They were like, "You got, you had the, the vaccine, right?" I'm like, "Yes, of yes, course. I have. Yes, I have." Of course, <laughs> I put in something that was tested and had 1,291 side effects. Of course, I did. Yeah, like I don't even take yeah. flu shots. Why would I take that? Like, I, Insane. you know, what shot I did take tetanus. Oh, really? Because they told me what happens when you get tetanus. I'm like, what? what? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's like flesh melting or something <laughs> yeah, like, like that. Yeah, I'm like, no, 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 no. Just no, no just put it in there, put it in there. Put it in my gullet. I'm not afraid of that shit. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was going to go to Nigeria. They're like, are you sure you don't want this? Like, You could get it from like stepping on a rusty nail. Yeah, just a rusty nail. I was like, what? Like, yeah, if it scrapes you on the arm or anything. I'm like, I've been to Africa already. And yeah, 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 yeah. I need that. Yeah, I need that for sure. Like, I'm not, about to, shit, I'm not about to get sick out here and go to the hospitals. No, 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 no. I'm always afraid shit. of going to hospitals in, in, in Nigeria. Like, I don't want to get bit by no mosquito. Yeah, right? Get dengue or near, some near, shit right near there. a hospital. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Yeah. yeah that's terrible. That's the only way to get malaria. Yeah, that's gross. It's not like a, you can't just catch malaria. Yeah, it catches you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> mosquito catches you in the middle of the night. Like... And people be catching it out there though. Like they'd be like, <coughs> oh, oh I got malaria. I'm like, anger. what the fuck? Like, yeah, I'll be I'll be I'll be, I'll be okay. Is that? They'll be I'll be okay. It's not contagious. 
it's to a, be bit by a mosquito. Yeah, you have to get, get it from a mosquito. I, I, my, my cousin, because wow. is a, is a, she's she works in the medical field. She's like laughing at me. She's like, <laughs> you thought you could catch that like from people? Ah, like, <laughs> yeah, solid burn, cuz. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. <laughs> well, that's good to know. I'm happier now. I got none of that. I got the. I always go with anti-malaria pills. Well, dude, I could, as usual, like probably talk to you for an eternity, but we've already been at it for like an hour and 40 minutes. So Holy thank our viewers. Thank you, our listeners, for like being a part of this all over the place uh, conversation, which I love. Like that's what me and Mechie go into weird waters and then swim through a cave and then realize there's a different cave down there. And uh, so I just want to say thank you, dude, for uh, coming on. And also, yeah, I appreciate it. Like, go ahead and like, what's your contact information that you would feel like giving? Me <laughs> Oh, I, I go like, by. Uh, what's your, uh, I don't really YouTube. like stream as much as I would like, but I have. God, a, you should. I have a Twitch, which is Mech Swag, and so is my YouTube channel Mech Swag also, and my Instagram yes. is Mech Swag also. Mech Swag, everybody, get with it, because this guy will be the king of all streamers. I've thought this like for like seven years. I'm like, dude, how many millions this dude would have right now if he started six years ago? And I begged him. I was like, dude, just just start a channel with like one camera. You could be cursing out Mikey from time to time and throw magic cards at him and stuff. And he would make hysterical comments and the world would watch you do this. When we did Matrix Energetics, when we were at that, uh, when we were in Coronado. Yeah. One of the, what's, I can't remember the name. He does the cameras stuff for, he was doing camera stuff for Richard Bartlett. Uh, God is uh, uh, blonde, blonde hair guy. dude. Yeah. yeah, he was trying to get me to do some video stuff. Yes. Actually, and I was, I just, I don't know. I always have this thing against being famous. Like my whole life, I almost became Man. famous over and over again. And I'm just like, nah, I don't want to do that. I just want to be a hidden number. <laughs> but you know, you could you could do halfway and get all the money, but mm-hmm. like where people still wouldn't know who you are, except for like niche people. Yeah, like you could walk around and still have anonymity. Because not everyone video games, right? Mm-hmm. So don't let that stop you from making a billy. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like everyone would want to like fucking watch you in your philosophy and play video games. So check out Amechi, Mech Swag on YouTube. I can't wait to see this fucking show grow, dude. You know, Thanks, man. Multiple cameras. Is it just like you with a single camera? And no, I haven't like, done any camera stuff yet. I usually just do an audio. Oh, an like audio? While I'm playing games. They're doing an audio recording of your game playing. That's yeah. awesome. Dude, if you just get one of these little things, and I'm looking at a Roadcaster Pro right now, which is, um, it just handles, like, if you do microphone stuff, there's ones that are more linked up just for video gaming. And you, you probably already know, like, which ones those are. Mm-hmm. But, like, having, like, a single, like, webcam and being able to have your, like, chat and, like, stream, like, next to you so you can, like, comment off their comments while you're playing. And like hang out with motherfuckers. I was like, dude, they would, mm-hmm. you would be making so much dough, bro. Because I see the people that make a lot of money doing it. I'm like, I bet she's more entertaining <laughs> than I'm talking to him and he's playing video games just inside his living room. 100%. Like he'd have a million fucking followers in a second, man. Yeah, me and Mikey both like, I'll like have Mikey come over oh and I'll, I'll be like, I download this game. Want to play th- it? That you might like. Oh I'll just, just sit there and watch him play it for like an hour or two. So I mean, you just turn the camera on and just fucking talk to people while yeah. you're doing it, and they just P- donate PS5 money. PS5 makes it easier, actually. They just donate money. It like goes straight to YouTube. You could do live streams from the PS5. Yeah. I think how many on Twitch either? Did you have to have like five thousand uh, subscribers? Um, to really do like live streaming on YouTube? 
No, you can do it. You could do it right away. There was away. like a certain like number of people no, you that you do, had to have. No, you can do it anytime. It's really? um you just don't get monetized. You have to do a certain amount of hours on YouTube to get monetized. Sure. I think it's like five hundred hours worth of watched footage. And once you have that Right. Like, then they, they like turn it on. And they start to put you into the partner program. Okay. Like, yeah, I, th- I man, when I checked the last time, it was like a certain number of subscribers. There was like a watermark for that. It was like like number of hours viewed. Mm-hmm. So one day I'm gonna probably like have a dual camera, one coming this way and one coming this way, where like I can edit back and forth like while we're talking, and it would jump back and forth, and I had a, like a program for that. Well, because once you, you upload could take that, all your videos and just post them on YouTube. Those actually, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do From that OBS. too, and I would also do that. But like I, where I'd actually record in um, like the actual YouTube, uh, I'm sorry, the actual uh, recording of the podcast being being televised, you know? Oh, the visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, visual. Yeah, yeah. kind of go with cameras. It. Because eventually, I don't I don't have any sponsors yet, but I'm looking forward to like that kind of mm-hmm. like that era. Yeah, that's you know, doing commercials sick. and like talking crazy shit for these customers. Man, I because rem- there's bad commercials out there, guys. Joe oh. Rogan used to have the best flashlight commercials. What were they? He used to have the best fleshlight commercials. Fleshlight? Yeah. That was one of his first sponsors. No way. On the podcast. Yeah. This is some of the hottest pussy I've ever had in my entire life. Like if you look in the older episodes. Oh my God, sorry. Like maybe listeners. The one, uh, the Freeway Rick Ross interview. The first interview, second interview. That starts off as all, we're sponsored by Fleshlight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, dude. I guess that's the guy he created on it with. Oh, man, I guess small things lead to big things, don't they? Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, dude, for coming on. I, I want to leave it right there. That's perfect. Leave it with a fleshlight reference. Right, I hope you all are uh, seeking the light, seeking your, your spiritual power, and doing no harm with it. Uh, I'm your host uh, of the Mr. Wu Podcast, Joshua. Peace and aloha.